Hi, welcome to another episode of Now and Then with Brad and Isaiah. Uh, this is the Isaiah Newsstand edition. Um, I really got to work on a better intro for that, but whatever. Um, I have a special guest with me. I'm actually taking the show on the road for the first time. So, Alicia. Hey, guys. Hi, hi, yeah. One of my good friends uh, from high school and, you know, she's really smart and um, has a lot of insight. So I was like, cool, you want to, you know, get in here? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> Um, if you want to give any kind of intro for yourself, feel free or hi, my name is Alicia. I'm Isaiah's friend. Um, yeah, we uh, know each other from high school and we've kept in contact since. And, um, yeah. One thing I feel like we like to do is talk about current events, so this is going to be fun. Yeah, like I've been doing this podcast for a bit, and it kind of just kind of kept growing on me. I'm like, I keep bouncing off these ideas with you, and I keep talking about these stories. I'm like, it would be really great if I could just get you in on these stories. Yeah. So, ground four. Yeah, exactly. Um, So, yeah, we can just get into it. Um, One big story I wanted to cover, um, I got this from USA Today, Um, and it has been updated to six. But at least five dead, over 40 injured, I believe the number is up to 60, um, after an SUV slammed into a Wisconsin Christmas parade. Um, And they do have a person of interest. I believe his name is Daryl E. Brooks. Um, It's been a little bit like they they haven't really released a lot of details on this man Mm -hmm. and on the situation. I've kind of gotten a little bit from here, a little bit from there. Um, Essentially... He was involved in some kind of altercation that led him to feel like he needed to get in his car and get away. At least this is kind of the story that's been portrayed initially. And, you know, he hit this parade street and just started hitting people and just started driving through and then kind of drove on through and drove away. So, um, yeah, I don't know much about this story, but it is, it's tragic. Yeah, yeah, definitely. People injured. It's, it's like one of their biggest events in Wakusha, Wakesha, Wakesha. Um, you know, a huge turnout and, um, just a lot of people got hurt. Um, like I said, the number was initially a five, I believe a, a child, uh, died in hospital and then put it up to six. So they did apprehend the guy. Um, but then they set his bail like at like 5,000. Um, I believe there's like some kind of mental illness or some kind of domestic things going on. Um, you know, this, this story just developed this week. So hopefully we can get more information and keep you guys posted and update you but um um that's just so tragic i just feel like things like that it's like you know when you leave your house and you go somewhere to have fun you never think you know something like that would happen so when you hear that it's like yeah because it says it's it's supposed to be a joyous occasion yeah yeah like it's this to me like and don't be wrong i mean the World thing was really bad but like right some of those situations where it's like oh well you know you shouldn't bring your kid to a, a big concert or a big festival but, but like also i think with parents like you would never take your child somewhere you know that they would be they would get hurt yeah like you'd feel like you'd be able to protect them or no right. matter what this is a safe place right so i think definitely you're thinking a christmas parade that's like the safest, the safest place i could right, go out with my family right yeah and just turns something something really bad um yeah another thing is that people were kind of initially going like oh well since this person is black um this is in wisconsin it's 55 miles away from you know kenosha is this related um it's not looking like it is um i know there's some people who are trying to make those kind of connections um 
you know, we'll see when things come to light, how, you know, what his motivations were, if it was just him escaping and making a terrible mistake, or if there were other motivations. Um, but, you know, right now there's not too much else out there for it. Um, but another case, um, I guess you can say it's kind of concluded and we're kind of just updating it. Uh, but Brian Laundrie uh, died by suicide, um, gunshot wound to the head. Um, so I got this from TMZ when it initially came out, but I'm sure there's other sites that also have it out. Um, it looks like he, you know, went out to that reserve that day and um, <laughs> just did the deed. And um, from kind of the response that I remember when I had read the initial was like the police took the family to the reserve and then they were waiting. And then when they pulled oh, the body, he, yeah, he where oh they, they, they found him and they wanted, cause they needed the confirmation. And I right. think that they had said that there was like a reaction from the parents and then they like took the body away. So, I mean, See, I was so shocked when you told me about this because, um, when I think of Brian Laundrie, I think of a narcissist. I think of someone who wouldn't take their own life because they are very, um prideful you know yeah. so i don't know i just wonder what type of mind state he would have been into i mean i from how i mean obviously you know i'm not um you know i, I don't have a what is it, a psychoanalytic background or anything like that i'm not a i'm not a not a shrink or anything but i think i think it is he's definitely a narcissist and i think that control thing is really what had that whole thing implode on the whole relationship and then initially inevitably on him definitely has narcissistic you know i think he was abusive in a way that he wanted her to do what he wanted and i think in a lot of a lot and even how he worked the police in those moments where you saw like you saw him like he played the victim he controlled the whole situation they were listening to what he was saying not even what gabby was really saying Right. right and i think after whatever happened he popped off he you know he killed her I think he kind of realized, like, oh, man, I'm not trying to go through this. I'm not trying to go through a trial. I'm not trying to go through all this. Right. Um, and I think he, by the time he probably came home and saw his parents, I think he might have known that, that was going to be the last time. Maybe they did, too. I don't know. But I think he knew he was going to go end it because that was the only way you can control that kind of ending. I think that right. kind of fit the kind of narrative for him for that. But, right. Um, you know, I, and that's the thing. I, I think some people are are still yelling at the parents or still have a beef or whatever. I think no matter what, this is a sad situation, you know? Right. Um, I think it's really sad too. Cause you know, officially like no one really gets any justice. I feel like in a lot of ways, it's almost as like, it becomes like a, an unended thing, an untied thing. And like, I think that's the saddest thing is that you don't get to have Brian Laundry go to, you know, trial about it, you know? Right. So. so many, yeah, like you said, just so many questions you don't have answers to. Yeah, we can only kind of speculate. Right. Um, but um, I keep thinking that case is done. I keep thinking like, okay, but then something else comes up. But, you know, if there is, we'll keep you posted. Um, and some more news. Um, sadly, um, we had a update about the Malcolm X assassination last week and it was good news that two men were exonerated um, out of the three that were, you know, um, put up for it, put up for the assassination of Martin Luther. Martin, uh, not Martin. <laughs> I'm, whew, I'm tired. Malcolm <laughs> X. Um, they um, they were exonerated. But sadly, this week, uh, Malika Shabazz was found dead in her Brooklyn home. Um, now, initially, I was like, wow, you know, my conspiracy, you know, 
theory started tingling. I was like, okay, something's gotta have gone wrong here. Someone That's did something. Okay. Yeah. And I mean, I think people I'm I'm still gonna think that until there was an autopsy. Um, but essentially, um, she was found um just at 4 p.m. by her daughter. Uh, she died at the age of 56. Um, it's looking like natural causes. Potentially there's a food poisoning thing that might have happened, which I'm sure people are gonna go deep on. But, um, you know, I think she had already had problems. So, you know, this is just kind of something that can just happen, um, which is sad. And it's definitely just, a, I hate to say the word coincidence, because that's, you know, that's a trigger for conspiracy. But, you know, I think... But the timing is yeah, question. Yeah, well, definitely. You know, you have, you have this big event here, and you literally get a quote from her, and then, you know, now she's gone. And that's just, it's wild. Um, and sad. You know, I, I think whenever you have a great leader and you have family of that great leader, you just, you attach that to all of them. And, and, and she was a great person, you know, so it's, it's sad to see anybody go. So, right. um, but, um, speaking of things and justice and a lot of that, we, yeah, yeah, go for it, go for it. Monster up. Yes. <laughs> we need, I need a, I need a monster sponsor. I'm glad you mentioned it. You get a name drop as much as we can here. Sponsor us. Yeah. Also, I love the ASMR. I don't care if anyone's listening to this and they, oh, yeah, they hate the chomping or ASMR whatever. Yeah. Of the pouring of the monster. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's live action. <laughs> um, I would say this is probably the crux of of the episode. Um, definitely something I wanted to get get you on and, and talk about. But the uh, you know, the final, the sensing. Or not the, the the guilty verdict of uh, the three men involved in the Ahmad Aubrey case. Yeah, this was huge. Yeah, it was big. Um, we were talking about this before the episode, and I I was I was I, I was saying I was surprised. I really was. I mean, I think maybe a little bit of just the written house, you know, hangover. Also, and then just the history of America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You hate to say it. It's like this is kind of like, systematic. Yeah, you just expect not guilty all the time when it comes to black people. And I'm actually glad you mentioned that before we, you know, we get a little bit more into the deets. Um, I've heard people say that the system isn't broken, but the people are. And I'm like, I think that's half right. I think people are broken. I think the system is designed by broken people, so therefore it's a broken system. I don't know. I But like broken and... I think broken as, as in the design is the bottom people are meant to be funneled into this prison system and stay here. And if you are rich and well off, then you are allowed to literally skate and not even have to worry about quote unquote rehabilitation. And some people say that that means the system isn't broken and that it work it's working the way that people and, you know, systems have designed it to work. Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is, you know, sad for some people. Yeah. So that, that's why, when this, I remember it was down to the jury verdict, and they said they wanted to see the video again. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, like, they did? Yeah, because they wanted to see the video again. And usually to me, that's that's like, you didn't believe it, or you needed to get some more. Like, is this what it is? Right. And um, it turned out, no. They uh, had 11 white, uh, 11 white, one black, all said guilty. So, hell yeah to that. Um, the question too, when it came to the um, jury, is that how did they come to eleven white jurors and one black when twenty six percent of 
that community is black. Yeah. It just wasn't balanced. Oh, we definitely. About. I feel like and that's they, common. Yeah. When you know, when we're talking about murder trials in America. Mm-hmm. Um, which again fuels that not guilty type of feeling. It's like, okay, we already know what's gonna happen. Yeah. Thankfully it wasn't this time. Right. And also to me, how I saw like just the defense use race, I felt like that was really going to actually play in their favor. Yeah. Um, just because it just seemed like they were just, just doing it so casually. I remember even from the beginning when Al Sharpton came in, the one of the DAs was like, okay, you get one black pastor. Right. That's all you get. And I'm right. like, are you joking? You said that out loud, dog. Like, <laughs> what? Right. It's like, that probably should have been a thought, bro. Yeah. What are you, what are you doing? Like, and, and then on the, the closing... One of them is talking about Ahmaud Aubrey, how he has long, dirty toes and wasn't even wearing, like, stuff you'd actually want to run in. So, like, how can you assume he's a runner? He's obviously a criminal. Like, I just, I couldn't believe that you're going to take this just sharp-ass He probably was taking a walk and had to run because there were three racist white men chasing him. Yeah, and or he He just decided to continue his run and literally you go, oh, no, that's the guy. That's the guy who's been stealing from our neighborhood. And and the thing that I... Thing that I love is that the prosecution did such a great job of explaining there was no self defense to be had here. Yeah. This was no citizen's arrest because you didn't even bother to call the police. Right. Like <laughs> and then so but they did call the police after after the, they were pursuing. Yeah. And <laughs> it's so sad that they said this and they showed this and um they played the audio. Who I guess it was the father who was on the phone. He was saying like it was like 911, what's your emergency? Yeah. There's this black male running down the street. Yeah. He was like, huh? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what's your emergency? That was his emergency. He yeah. hung up the phone after that. Yeah. Your emergency is a black man running down the street. Yeah. And this is a retired police officer. This isn't just some geek off the street. Like, don't say you didn't know any better. Don't say this is heat of the moment. No. You had a chip on your shoulder. And you saw a black man running through your fucking, you know, little area. And you're like, oh, it's game time. Son, get up. Let's go. And then Brian, which honestly, Brian's the the secret MVP. I don't think people are going to talk about that as much. This this friendly neighborhood, I don't don't know, future sovereign citizen. I don't know who you wanted to be. But that man looks so goofy. So goofy, dude. He held that L hard, too, because he knew he dropped the ball. He knew he dropped the ball for racist white. He had to record it. <laughs> He's he like, I gotta, to I gotta. It. And you know he leaked it. You know he, he had to be on the later that yeah, yeah, dude. He's yeah. like, I bet he was like, I wonder if this will make a good TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if we didn't have the film, they wouldn't. And that's the thing that damned them. To the guilty literally, movie. the fact that the initial prosecution <laughs> were literally less like, oh, it's, it's okay. We know. Citizen to citizen, this is just business as usual and they were willing to let it go and for i believe 10 weeks i can't believe it like maybe it was 10 days maybe i misread it and they just needed to like think it about was it. longer than no, what they 10 needed weeks to yeah, yeah it, terrible and then they literally had to recuse themselves once the video came out once that got viral they said oh shit we gotta we gotta fall back we gotta let some real ones take the case so i mean I'm glad to say justice was served. Um, you know, I hope. And then you also mentioned that they're going to be up for a hate in, crime. In February yeah. 2022, there's a federal case against these three uh, 
individuals yeah. for the uh, for hate crimes. Yeah. Um, and so I, it's just really gonna. It's it sounds like it's people think that it's gonna be like the same trial, but it's really different. It's different. It's gonna be going into the depths of who these people are. Yeah. They're gonna be talking about you know their their Facebook posts, their their internet searches. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the things that would maybe cause them to think a black man running in their neighborhood would yeah. be an emergency. And what had jammed me up was initially I heard this wasn't going to be a thing because the state didn't have this in place until the case. Yeah. The case brought it to light last year. And they're like, oh my God, we need to change this law. But luckily, because it is instilled federally, that it can be imposed here. So that's great. I thought that they were literally going to dodge that bullet and just get out of the whole fucking thing. Right. But luckily, they are not just getting this guilty verdict. They're also going to have to deal with this. Because it is what it looks like. It is it, to me, it is a lynching. Like yeah. you know, people are gonna hop, skip, and jump that and try to say that it, it, it was, but there was no need for this. This was really a win. I feel like yeah. for just uh, American's justice system. I feel like you know, I don't know. I feel like justice was served. It's proof that it can work. It's proof it, that it can work right. the way that it's supposed to. Even the mother of um, Ahmad yeah. was just you know being interviewed, and she was just saying that. You know, this was the first, uh, I guess, the second Thanksgiving without a mom. Yeah. But it's the first Thanksgiving that they, the whole family feels like, you know, we, justice was served. Yes. And like, yeah. he can rest finally. That was really, you know, sad hearing her say that. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad that they feel that way. Yeah. And it, it, it just felt good. Definitely. Um, oh, one more thing. Yeah. About the um, sentencing. A good thing in Georgia is that, um, so they all have to, um, what's the word, serve 30 years, all of them. Oh, minimum. Minimum. They have a minimum sentence. <laughs> yes. Okay. And so I think the uh, shooter, he may not have parole. The other ones could have parole, but they have to at least serve do 30, the 30 years. Yes. In other so, words, like the Brian guy might just do a light 30. He might get... 25 good behavior type shit but like you know um i thought it was just 30 flat like, oh 30 and then you then you can apply for parole that if makes you sense get that but th yeah. that's what they're saying okay that makes sense but and honestly they might even get hit harder in terms of sentencing who knows yeah. so let's see in february yeah yeah i'm i'm, I'm interested i want to see how that that goes um but yeah the last uh thing i wanted to cover um, I just heard this today and it is kind of a bummer, but there is a new variant of COVID potentially on the scene. Um, boo. I know, boo, boo, boo. Um, so what's the name of it? That's the thing. It doesn't have a name. Um, it just has like, a like, and who names these things? Someone does. And they, they do have like, like the, the alpha strain of the coronavirus didn't get called alpha by us. Cause we just didn't call it that. We just called it Corona. But then the Delta was in another one. And so I guess there's a chance that it would be in that. But like right now, it's just like B1.1.529. That's the name of the variant. Okay. So I, I guess like that's part of the good news is we haven't even gotten that far down the line that we're naming this yet. It's just on the map. Like essentially this kind of got recorded from uh, Belgium records. 
um, in Europe, but it's spreading in South South Africa. Mm -hmm. So that's already kind of started like travel bans again, like the UK, I believe the US put up one as well. Mm -hmm. Um, I think a couple other countries. So, I mean, that's unfortunate, you know, because whenever these travel bans happen, that means one, it's hard to do business. It's hard to see family if you have to like, you know, do a lot of like, you know, travel and stuff, which is definitely for me, I'm learning like so much travel happens outside of the US, like, like in the European area. Mm -hmm. I'm really seeing that, especially with like the migrant stuff, which is crazy. Um, But um, just this situation even makes it kind of worse too. And when I think about that, because you have all these kind of things going on, people in these kind of camps and these kind of situations, if this new thing of COVID comes through, then it's going to do even more damage than the Delta does. And that's already doing a lot. That's what I had heard. I heard that through, I don't know if it was uh, through CNN or an article that I had read, but it was just saying that this uh, variant is, um, I guess, more resistant yeah. to the um, our vaccine. And so they were saying that, you know, if you are able to get your booster to get it. Yes. But when I heard that, it's just like, okay, so like, I get it. But also it's like, are you telling us to get a booster? Because it's like, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's like it, a conspiracy type of thing. It's like, ooh, get oh, there's this new strain. Better get me another shot. I will say though, something that I'm I'm glad that this article mentioned. The person that they like initially kind of found it and kind of made this kind of thing off of was an unvaccinated person. That's what I heard too. Yeah. So yeah. It, it is one of those things where it's like I do understand and why they are saying like, hey, if you're not vaccinated, get vaccinated. Right. If you haven't gotten the booster, get the booster. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I know people, you know, don't I definitely like- have my booster. Yeah, I'm planning on getting mine in like the upcoming weeks before the end of December. I think I was kind of waiting to see where things were going to fall out in terms of like, it's going to be a six month, eight month. But then I talked to some of my friends. They're like, dude, they're just letting you get it now. Like, I was like, oh, shit. Like, this before they even like was really big announced. Yeah. Because they've had the vaccines and they're ready. They want to use them. Exactly. Like, so on the ground, people are like, yeah, call us and say you want it and we'll give it to you. Yeah. So. My sister, she's a doctor. Yeah. She definitely makes sure that all of our family has gotten our our boosters. Yeah. It's super easy. You know, and and for me, I I understand it. I, I I think Fauci said something that made a lot of sense. He's like, look, in the perfect world, we'd have everyone vaccinated. Yeah. And that would change this dramatic this that would change this landscape dramatically. Right. Even though we would be having breakthrough cases. You know, if we had everyone except for like a few, the little, you know, children or whatever, right. or the people who because that's the thing like religious exceptions i i I'm, I'm a little miffed on at this point because i understand it i get it but that is another thing that's kind of a part of the problem you know where it's like you're still part of the unvaccinated group right. who then still wants to move around like you're not you know like you're vaccinated like right. you're not gonna get sick like this right so that's and it's like and that's tough too because it's yeah. like you want to honor people's you know, beliefs. Everyone should be able to decide what they yeah. uh, want to do with their body. But also, it's like, what if your decision to do whatever with your body is going to harm my body? Negatively affects other or people or someone else's body. Yeah. So it's like, uh... yeah, it's a it's a thing. But I but that's bringing up the booster is it's just like, look, this is our best case in this, you know, vacuum. Yeah. You know, if you even kids five and up can be vaccinated. Yeah. Now. 
Yeah. And I mean, people are going to be mad about that shit. Some people oh, don't yeah, even want their kids. Out. They don't even want their kids to wear masks. They're like, you're yeah. killing my child. You're yeah. traumatizing them. Yeah. Don't even talk about the flu vaccine. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's something I've kind of turned around on is I used to be like, oh, I don't want to get the little flu thing. But I'm just like, I, I really look back on it and it's like, it really would have done me a lot of good for not just myself, but people in my household at the time where it's like, you know, you would have gotten less people sick. You know what I mean? It's like, it's a rare thing. And yes, your body can take it. That doesn't mean the person next to you or your loved one can't. Exactly. Um, you know, and That's seeing, right. I think any person who's seen that play out in their actual family, I mean, I think you. It's, that's hard to say okay i'm still gonna do what i want like, right you know what i mean I, there is a greater good at play and i think people want to talk about freedoms and research when really it's not about that yeah. you know it's, it's not about, about that for them neighbor. or anything yeah it's about doing the right thing and it's about you being selfish you know what i mean and in what ways more to you right so, you know i mean hey. that is such a good point because you know you don't we don't sometimes think about you know, the people with the autoimmune diseases yeah. or, you know, with the chronic diseases. Uh, Unless you have a person like that in your life, I feel like the average, and not just American, but once again, another thing I'm seeing, this is a worldwide thing. It was oh, always yeah. going to be. Just like you say, oh, we have these right-wing nutters who do whatever they want. One, it's not even just a right-wing thing. There's plenty of people on both sides of it who don't want to get vaccinated. But across the pond, in every country on every continent, you have a person who's like, I'm never going to get vaccinated. I don't care how many times you lock me down. I don't care how many times you want to, like, say I'm a bad person. I mean, people have, you know, given up their livelihoods, have, you know, walking off of jobs because of, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I love it. So it's, I have yeah. a coworker. He literally, like, jerks off to the fact that he might get fired. Like, he's like, oh, I I hope they do. You know, I'd be real sad, but I'd, I'd do it. I'm sticking to my guns. I can't change. I'm like, bro, it's literally in legal limbo right now. Chill out. And sometimes, <laughs> though, I feel like this is like the most drama that people have in their lives. So it's just like, so they, they zero in spice on up it. their lives. Like, oh. ooh, let me not get vaccinated. It's living on the edge. Turns out I'm a patriot now because of this. Like, no, you're not, man. Like, this. Like, yeah. <laughs> Whatever floats your dick. Whatever floats your dick. Yo, yo, I might steal that. Yo, audience, you can have that too. I think Alicia, she's giving with that. That's free. That's yeah, on, the on the house. <laughs> um, on that note, that kind of wraps it up on this part. Um, of course, there's tons of news, but that's that's what I wanted to cover with my homie. Um, in terms of me shilling and plugging my shit, uh, we got a Patreon, so feel free to tip us, uh, $5 or more. We'll get you a shout out on the podcast. We'll say your name. Mm. We'll talk good shit about you. Um, we'll call out your enemies, maybe allegedly in a book. Um, (laughs) but yeah, good things will happen if you donate to us. That's a fact. Um, we got an Instagram, we got a Facebook, a Twitter that's like, now brad uh for the facebook the twitter is now underscore brad facebook is now and then podcast um with brad and isaiah don't forget um so there's that that's me that's stuff on my table um anything you want to plug yeah Yeah? you can find me at alicia a-l-e-i-s-h-a by nature Ooh, that's clever that's bars bars alicia by nature (laughs) 
Yeah, I have a lot of cool things on there. I'm a foodie, so you yes. should see me. The food posts are litty. And trying out new recipes. I'm obsessed, so. Yeah, you're like a young gourmand. Hey, you're not playing. Thank yeah. you, you yeah. know? And, the, and also, Food Corner, she just fed me this, like, salmon bowl. Ooh, that shit was fire. Oh, yeah. It's fire. Very and I'm, simple, simplistic, but just flavorful, you know? Yeah. You can do a lot with salmon. Yeah, yeah. It's a rich, rich meat. Um, so yeah, so things are popping off. Um, go follow my homie. Um, have a good week. We will be at you soon with more content. We always are, we always will be. Um, till then, uh, stay frosty. Love ya. Bye.